Coming up, Matthew Kachuk and Tage Thompson both net hat-tricks for their teams in route to victory. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We're ready to recap all the action for you from yesterday. We start out with Matthew Kachuk, who got his first hat trick in a Florida uniform last night, helping the Panthers beat the Coyotes. Locked On Panthers reports more after Florida's win. The Florida Panthers pick up a 5-3 win over the Arizona Coyotes behind Matthew Kachuk getting his first career hat trick with the Florida Panthers. What is up, guys? It's Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, and you heard it here. I'm right outside of FLA Live Arena walking back to my car as the Panthers pick up this win over Arizona. And this was a much-needed win right before going on a long four-game road trip in Detroit and then against three Western Conference teams. Like I said, Matthew Kachuk getting his first career hat trick. And Eric Stahl, 12 points in his last 16 games, six goals and six assists. That fourth line kept going. Shot on goal, shots for and shots against for that fourth line of Eric Stahl, Giovanni Smith, and Ryan Lomberg. 12 shots to four for that line at five on five. Just incredible how that fourth line was setting the tone for the Panthers, and it really helped the rest of the lineup as far as getting this five to three win. Of course, Spencer Knight, incredible, especially towards the end when the Arizona Coyotes were trying to cut the deficit. But Spencer Knight stood tall after two not-so-good starts recently. So listen to my recap of this 5-3 to three win over the Arizona Coyotes. Make sure to listen to my next episode of Locked On Florida Panthers podcast where Jacob Winans will be joining me to break down this 5-3 to three win for the Florida Panthers over the Arizona Coyotes. A pair of power play goals in the second period jump-started the Senators against the Blue Jackets after the Ottawa shutout. Locked On hosts from both teams go over that blowout. Stop me if you've heard this one before. The Blue Jackets lose a game. They're starting off 2023 the way they played most of 2022 by not really showing up. Uh, They lose 4-0 to the Ottawa Senators and uh, just... It was a decent first period. It was a perfectly acceptable third period. It was a complete disaster of a second period, which, again... That's kind of what the Blue Jackets do best. They fail to score a goal. They get like 25 shots on goal. Jonas Corposalo was good, which if you told me at this point last year that one of our best players was going to be Jonas Corposalo at this point in the season, I would have laughed in your face. But it's what's happening. Uh, Eric Robinson hurt. And for some reason, Brad Larson has decided that both Marcus Bjork and Adam Boquist deserve benching. Which, sure, why not? At this point, why not? Uh, We're going to talk about all of that and more on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Blue Jackets, available wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube. The Ottawa Senators remain perfect in the year 2023 with a 4-0 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm Brandon Piller from the Locked on Senators podcast, and this was a dominant game from the Senators right from puck drop as they outshoot the Columbus Blue Jackets 34 
24 to 22. Anton Forsberg, perfect with 22 saves in his first shutout of the season. Speaking of perfect, the Ottawa Senators penalty killer kills off all three penalties, including scoring a shorthanded goal from Austin Watson. They go two for six on the power play. Claude Giroux and Tim Stutzla have two points each, and now they have a 2-0 and record in the new year. Check out the Locked On Senators YouTube channel where Laleem's Martian and I will break this game down in the postcast. Tage Thompson finished off his hat trick by scoring the overtime game winner for the Sabres in Washington. Locked On Capitals looks at the loss and goes over Ovechkin's latest stats. Washington Capitals fall to the Buffalo Sabres in overtime by a score of 5-4. to four. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, this was a game that showcased the firepower of this young, up-and-coming Buffalo Sabres team. It was a game that saw a hat trick by Tage Thompson, a goal by Alex Tuck, and a goal by Tyson Jost. A really good one-two combo in Thompson and Tuck. I do think the future is bright uh, for the Buffalo Sabres with that tandem out there. The Capitals did get scoring as well as Alex Ovechkin gets two goals. It marked his 28th of the season. It marks Ovechkin's seventh multi-goal game of the season and his 165th of his career. Only Wayne Gretzky has more multi-goal games in the NHL. The game also saw goals from Dowd and Sonny Milano. Sonny Milano is a really solid pickup for the Capitals, a really good nose for the puck and just a really great acquisition. Darcy Kemper struggled a bit tonight, I've got to say, as he saved 24 of 29. The Caps hope to get back into the win column on Thursday as they take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'll have more for you on this tomorrow on Locked On Capitals. The Nashville Predators scored three goals in the first 11 minutes of the game against the Canadians, more than enough to hold off Montreal the rest of the way. Locked On Predators recaps the win. Nashville Predators pick up a big 6-3 win against the Montreal Canadiens. Hey everybody, Nick Morgan here from the Locked On Predators podcast. And the big story with the Nashville Predators is the defense. That's usually been the trademark for the Nashville Predators, but this time... It's scoring. We had Roman Yossi, a goal and assist tonight. We had Matthias Ekholm, a goal and assist tonight. We saw Alexander Carrier jump into the play, almost score a great goal. Same for Jeremy Lazan, jumped into the play also. Nashville Predators defensemen have eight goals and 13 assists. Dating back to the middle of December, one of the best scoring D units in the entire NHL. That's the Preds' bread and butter, dating all the way back to Kimo Tiemann, all the way back to Shea Weber, those big scoring defensemen that pushed the play. That's the kind of hockey we're used to seeing from the Nashville Predators. And look, when Roman Yossi is getting going and Matthias Ekholm is getting going and jumping into the play, that usually opens things up for the other players on the ice. So we'll see if the Preds can stay hot and if the defensemen can kind of keep up their hot streak you're looking at the Nashville Predators maybe making things interesting over the next little bit. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Locked on Predators podcast. The Winnipeg Jets followed three straight losses with their third straight win last night against the Flames this time. Locked on Jets tells you what's turned around for Winnipeg. The Jets were facing the Calgary Flames in a game that technically wasn't a must win, but for the Jets to be, you know, genuinely feared and to be taken seriously, racking up a few victories against really hated rivals is certainly a way to do it. 
And the Jets got it done despite an imperfect performance with a great showing from their blue line scorers, Josh Morrissey, DeMello, Dylan, Billy Heinola, everyone having major contributions on some great deflected goals and some, you know, very timely opportunities taken advantage of to give the Jets a three to two victory. Winnipeg had to play to Calgary's tempo at times, especially with such a thin forward unit, but overall the Jets got the job done, Connor Hellebuck was astounding in goal, and the Jets get both points. We'll talk more about this game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. This is Harrison Lee signing off. Catch you on tomorrow's Locked On Jets, and as always, you can follow us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube, so subscribe right now. And as always, thanks for listening, have a great night, and go Jets go. Three unanswered goals from the Lightning in the third period got Tampa a win over Chicago. Locked on Blackhawks once again going over a loss. What's up, everyone? Jack Bushman from Locked On Blackhawks here. The Chicago Blackhawks lost their fifth consecutive game, falling to the Tampa Bay Lightning in kind of a wacky night at the United Center. And while there was nothing wacky about the final score, Tampa Bay won as everyone expected. Uh, a couple of interesting tidbits from this game. Tyler Johnson, first off, was scratched just moments before puck drop due to a non-COVID-related illness and due to some other injuries to the Hawks forwards. That led to Caleb Jones, a def- defenseman playing forward for the first time since he was 12 years old he said and the Blackhawks also had Patrick Kane not come back in the third period due to a lower body injury he's going to get reevaluated tomorrow morning and the Blackhawks lose once again the 21st time in their last 23 games falling to the Tampa Bay Lightning for more coverage on this game be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks part of the Lockdown Podcast Network your team every day. Coming up, a big second period from Seattle gets them a win against Edmonton. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by BetOnline, the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. You can get the latest odds and trends on every professional, even some amateur leagues out there. So whatever it is you want to bet on, just head over to betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. Once again, thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. A timely burst of offense for Seattle allowed the Kraken to get a little bit of revenge against Edmonton, considering the lopsided win the other way the last time these two teams met. Locked On Kraken and Oilers in to talk about everything that you need to know. The word of the night for Seattle response. We talked about it. Maddie Beniers wanted to see the Seattle Kraken essentially return the favor at home to Edmonton. They do that with a 5-2 win. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken. The Seattle Kraken went down two goals to the Edmonton Oilers. Martin Jones in net for the Kraken. He starts after Grubauer got pulled. Well, the Seattle Kraken respond. Five unanswered goals to win this game, including back-to-back goals by Yanni Gord and uh, Jared McCann. Excuse me. We saw fantastic play, disciplined play by Seattle. And another response, even though they took more penalties than I thought was comfortable in the third, they were able to manage the PK. There was a coach's challenge that was a critical point in the game. So all in all, this is the determination that we want to see from the Seattle Kraken moving forward. And I'm very glad to see that it starts on this long road trip. More to come on this and more on Wednesday's edition of Locked on Kraken. Well, the Edmonton Oilers start 2023 exactly how they ended 2022. 
with a loss. Hi, my name is Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers, and despite jumping out to a 2-0 lead against the Seattle Kraken, the Kraken would only need 31 seconds in the second period to come back and tie the game at 2, as they score 4 in the second period to win the game 5-2 against the Oilers. Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins getting the two goals for the Edmonton Oilers as Connor McDavid scores his league-leading 33rd goal on the year. And Leon Dreisaitl returning to the lineup tonight as he would get an assist on the power play goal from Nugent Hopkins. Stuart Skinner would get chased from this game as he would allow four goals on 20 shots against the Kraken and would be relieved by Jack Campbell. Campbell, however, wasn't as busy as Skinner was facing only three shots, stopping all three coming towards him as the Edmonton Oilers dropped their fifth straight game at home and their sixth of their last seven games. The Edmonton Oilers fall to 2016 and two on the year, and they look to improve on that record as the New York Islanders come into town for a seven o'clock puck drop at Rogers Place on Thursday. The Stars had won their last four games going into Tuesday, while the Kings came into the matchup with Dallas winners of six of their last eight. Locked on Stars tells you how it played out when the two teams met in L.A. Goals from Miro Haskinen and Jason Robertson. Not enough for the Dallas Stars as they lose to the Los Angeles Kings 3-2 to and one of the most frustrating losses of the season, in my opinion. Hey everybody, Dane Lewis here with the Locked On Stars podcast and this was a competitive game, a physical game, had a little bit of a playoff feel to it. The Stars go down early in the first period, but have a good response in the second to send the game. Tied it to into the final frame, a period the third where the Stars have been great all season. A incredible goal differential in their favor they seem to always rise to the occasion and find a way to score a goal or two in the third and a lot of times more often than not they've won their games in the third period this season but that was not the case on Tuesday night in Los Angeles as they were flat out beat in every aspect of the game in the third period. Overall, the Stars lost the shots on goal battle. They lost the face-off battle. They lost the special teams battle. I mean, just a very frustrating game to watch from this team, a team that is usually very, very good late, and they just could not get any rhythm established in the third period. The Los Angeles Kings defense deserves a ton of credit, although they've been a shaky unit all season, and the goaltending certainly not the, the best part of this Kings team, but it was good enough on Tuesday night as they just allowed the Stars to never really get set up, whether it was the five-on-five, five, whether it was the power play, no rhythm able to be established, and really the Stars just not getting too many looks at the net and not too many quality looks even when they were getting opportunities to score. A frustrating loss, a frustrating third period, and they'll be back in action on Wednesday night. So if there's any silver lining, it's that they have a chance to fix their mistakes and try to get back in the win column against the Ducks on Wednesday before heading home with a few days off before their next matchup on Sunday against the Panthers. But we'll have more for you on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Stars. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. The Islanders rebounded in Semyon Varlamov's return to the net, beating the Vancouver Canucks. Locked on Islanders looks at the win for New York. Local boys make good. Gil Martin of Locked on Islanders here. The New York Islanders 
overcome a sluggish start to beat the Vancouver Canucks 6-2 to two in Vancouver. And two local boys making good. And, of course, I'm talking about Matthew Barzal, who had a three-point night, and Parker Wotherspoon, who had his first NHL point and assist on uh, a goal by Casey Sezikis. And, you know, both of those guys are British Columbia, born and raised. Uh, Wotherspoon's family was on hand, and, and they've had Canucks season tickets for a long time. So for those players to excel in a win over the Canucks in Vancouver is even more special for them and their families. And the Islanders really needed this victory badly. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast right here on YouTube and wherever else to get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.